This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Monday podcast. Al, how are you? You were the topic, big topic of conversation yesterday. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Where was this at? Well, I always like to know when my I'm being My 12-year-old son about. had his baseball game last night, a 5 o'clock game, and the umpire was very excited Really good guy came over, and apparently he has done one of our games before, which I did not remember. And I guess I've spoken to him about the show prior, but I've been doing this a few years, so I don't remember everybody I've talked to. Very into your re- possible relocating in between every inning. Has Al looked here? What about this town? So his name was Jerry. He was great, really good umpire, did a great job. I enjoyed the evening uh, and spending time with him, but he was very into Al Dukes. I'm still battling whether I should purchase a condo or whether I should rent until I figure out what's going Understood. on with where I'm going to be living. Makes sense. You're in flux right now. I'm in flux right now as far as living situations. Yes. So I've been Googling uh, rent or own and blah, 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 depending on who you talk to and what you read. It's all different. I think you do whatever the hell you think works for you. Well, that unfortunately doesn't work for me. I'm, the, I'm, a, I'm not a person who's good at making decisions. See, I I guess I saw what you went through with your car, and then a week after you had the car, you hated the car. Buyer's remorse, yeah. Which I don't know why you just didn't get rid of the car and go to another one. Well, because eventually I'll, I'll tend to tolerate it. And yeah, now I've you, had you it, have for five years. I've had it for 112,000 miles, and I, it's still going strong. And it's been good. And it's been good. So you've been okay. I know for me, just make a decision. I think right. we're, we're looking. You know, I don't know where we're going or what we're doing. Tell you one thing I get tired of. I'm tired of looking at the same houses online. Yes. So, ooh, let's see if there's anything new. Nope, saw this one. Right. Well, this looks up, saw that one. Right. Sometimes the picture looks changed, so you're like, oh. And then then you you go go, to the inside pictures. Oh, this stupid house. Oh, this dump. I always like, too, like when you're looking for a home or something, and it'll be like a, uh, this is a uh, three-bedroom, three-bath home. And then there's like a picture of the living room and maybe like a bush from out front. And you go, well, where are the other... (laughs) What's going on with the other bathrooms that you're not even photographing them? Then you get there and see why they're not yes. photographed. Well, you, there's the walls have some damage. <laughs> Jerry, I ran into a very bad thing this weekend. So uh, my girlfriend has this drone she bought uh, for her son for Christmas. It was like a $500 drone. That's what's called a new drone. A new drone. Uh, it took, I guess it was like not easy to operate. So he kind of lost interest in it early on. So it had been sitting in the house, but she decided I'm going to check out this drone, fly it around. Let's see what we got. So we had the drone uh, out, uh, yesterday over the weekend and, uh, took it up to the beach. I told you bad idea. I said this to you three weeks ago. Not a good idea. Yeah. A lot of room up there. Yeah. A lot of room. Especially it's not summer yet. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you're moving, driving, uh, doing this drone around. I, I forget there's some sort of mode where the camera, when it faces you, um, it goes, it r- rises in the air and then it takes off so that it shows you the whole time, but it keeps getting further and further away. Then it hits its peak, whatever you set it to, say 150 feet away. Then it comes back. So she was operating it pretty well. And I said, well, let's send it over the water. She said, I don't know about that. I said, listen, it's doing, it's, we know what, you know what you're doing. Send it up 150 feet out and send it back. She goes, listen, I don't want to do that. She goes, uh, this is an expensive drone. Now, Craig had given us drones for Christmas. Yes. Which I have not taken out of the box yet. So she said, if this drone goes into the ocean, will you give me your drone? By the way, fair. I said, yes, I will. So we send it out over the ocean. It goes 150 feet out, comes right back. Nice. Perfect. I said, let's do it again, but over closer to the rocks. Maybe we'll get some nice shots of these, like, rocks in the ocean. So uh, she starts the drone, and it only goes about a foot off the ground, which is very low. It's a bad sign. Bad sign. I go, you got to get that higher. She goes, I'm trying. It's not going higher. Then it just took off one foot off the ground. Oh. To the ocean. Oh. Which it hovered. And did not come back. Instead, it just dropped out of the sky into the ocean. <laughs> now, she went running in for it. And it, the water was cold yesterday. Yeah, freezing. Yeah. We're just coming off winter. Yes. She ran in full pants on and everything. Really? Got the drone. When we got it out, it was sizzling. Well, and, yeah, you burned it. And smelled like burning wires. Hmm. So the drone's gone. So that's gone. And so is your drone now. Well... Oh, don't, don't no, tell no, no. me you're going to be like, wait no, a minute, not you at did all. it perfectly I'm, one time. I'm I'm 100% behind giving my drone. But she said, I kind of got used to that drone, <laughs> how to operate it. Well, that drone's 470. Yeah. Well, so does so so Craig Gavis, Do way. I owe her that drone or the no, contract? I, would, I think. The verbal contract we had yes. was, I would give you my drone. That is correct. I now, don't think there's any responsibility. If I give her my drone and she doesn't like it, do I owe her the the no. original drone? No. Because since it, it, I didn't all, operate that drone, Jerry, I, I'm I'm a little concerned right now. You guys have been together a long time. Yeah, you're almost like a married couple, mm-hmm. and you're actually haggling over what you owe her. Drone wise, yes. Just give her the damn drone if no, she I'm doesn't give like her it. My drone, 100%. There's nothing you can do about it then. But she's made some reference to she's taken some time to learn Here's the previous drone do. that went in the Fine. drink. Allow her to sell the drone Ooh. for the cash and buy the one she wants. That's awesome, Because they're Jerry. very comparable price-wise. I know they the are. drones they're very comparable. 500 bucks. Yes, they're 499 because so it comes with the controller. She can even take $20 out for gas. Too. Oh, I like this, Jerry. But... If she takes it out of the box, she's the buyer. You it's know hers. what I'm saying? I agree. That's like hers. if she wants me to sell it now this is for like the a cash. Cut drone a deal. Interesting. I that? like that, Jerry. I hadn't thought of that. I told you, man. Stay. I, I almost lost ours in the pool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm gun shot to take it out again. Right. Not to mention, to be honest, my one son has no interest in it. He thought it was cool the first two or three times. Now he's like, now what do we do with it? Right. Like, I don't know. Unless you're taking it over the ocean, it's boring. But even over the ocean. Well, what it's you, thrilling because you wonder, is it going to go in the water? And then what? You have videos to watch? Well, that's the other thing. Once the drone goes into the water, the videos are gone. Why? Does it go to a cloud or something? Not until you sync it up. 
Real? I didn't know that. Yeah. So you got to almost capture the video. So we didn't gone. even get the video of it going in the water, so which would have been something. <laughs> would have been something. You ruined Jared. the good drone. Well, she was the driver. Be honest. Yeah, but you were the one that told her keep going over the. Water, I encouraged the water. her. I encouraged yeah. her for sure. Jerry, uh, here's a story from Florida, and this uh, was on CNN, so you know it's true. Oh yeah, sure. Although Donald Trump does call them fake news. <laughs> a bag of salad mix. I saw this. Did you see this, Jerry? Yes. Was a little more than just salad in the bag. You know those prepackaged salad mixes? Absolutely. Uh, Evidently, someone in Florida, uh, two people in Florida are being treated for rabies exposure after finding a dead bat in a bag of Fresh Express organic market-side spring mix. At least it was organic. (laughs) I don't think that counts. I don't think the rat was organic. This is from the CDC. That's the Centers for Disease Control. Yeah, I've heard of it. The deteriorated condition of the bat did not allow for CDC to definitively rule out whether this bat had rabies. So the bat was so decomposed in the salad mix. Could you imagine if you open that thing up and you pour it in a bowl and that's what you say? Ugh. A big bad head. Oh, gross. Their risk of contracting rabies is low, but not zero, says the CDC. Yeah, that'd be a, be a crappy way to contract rabies. So Fresh Express has recalled salads sold in Walmarts in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. By the way, if you're in New Jersey and you have one of those bags yeah. eating it. No, I'm no. checking. I'm going to check all of my foods for uh, dead bats. Yeah. From here on out. Dead bats, dead rats. I thought it was a rat. It's a it's a bat. It that's was a even, bat. That's even worse. Oh. God. They're freaky looking. Yeah. Dead bats. Yeah, they're they're rats with wings. Rabies, Jerry. Gross. Rabies. You ever had rabies? Uh, I've not. No. Not had rabies. Here's a study which I think they're they're off on this, Jerry. Not concerned at all if I have, How are you? Have you had rabies? No, but okay. I mean, just well, the courteous thing I mean, to be would be, no, I'm good. How about you? Unless you were bit by a squirrel or raccoon. I mean, how would you? I mean, you... I had a squirrel in my house when I was a child. I mean, I told you, you that story. Oh, that's right. But uh, you, you don't care. It's good. No, no, you didn't. Continue. I'd always heard the rumor that you would have to get um, shots in your stomach, which didn't make sense. I know you got to get a shot. I know that. I don't know. I where. heard 21 shots in your stomach. That can't possibly that be true. the name of Bruce Springsteen shot? That song? was 41 shots, 41. but it wasn't in the stomach. Got it. Study, 59% of people eat a chocolate bunny starting with the ears. That means 41% don't, which is a lie. If I handed you a chocolate bunny, you'd bite right into the ears. Probably. What, are you going to bite into the, the base? Foot? Yeah, I would think the, the face ears. or the base? No, yeah. ears. Because you know it's all about the face and the base. That bunny, I'm all about the face and the base. That bunny, I'm sorry. So this should be 100%. I would think it is 100%. I think people lie. Not 59%. Lying sacks of crap. Mm-hmm. Are you more hollow bunny or you go a solid? I really don't eat the bunny. What? I don't, but if I if I was, it's got to be hollow. Hollow, me those, too. Uh, those solid bunnies are like... I Too mean, dense. Good Lord. Too I told dense. you I have this 97% cocoa or oh, cacao, yeah. whatever the hell it's called, what chocolate is it? bar. The, uh, ni- it's 97% cocoa. Well, how did you say it? Cacao. <laughs> I'm not sure. Either. All right. C-A-C-A-O. I don't know how to cocoa, pronounce it. Cocoa, some sort of cocoa, yes. Or cacao. <laughs> can cacao? I tell you? Cacao. Dude, ugh, that's not the fair. healthy chocolate. Right. 
not it's great. Not good. <laughs> not great. I can eat it, and I have my little piece along with the you know I keep stealing a two peanut M and M's from Boomer over here from right. his, his M and M dispenser. But boy, it's tough. It's not great. Let's just say that you're not melting not on marshmallows. No. What if you dip that in peanut butter? Well, you got something there? You think? Mm, I'll try that today. Cacao. I've been trying to have cacao. <laughs> it's like the bird I think you want. It's wanted. cocoa. But why is it spelled C A C A O? Isn't Coco C O C O A? Coco. That's a good question. <laughs> You're right. It me. is spelled strange. You're not really sure, are you? It may be like foreign chocolate, like from another land, so it's got a different spelling. Cacao. <laughs> <laughs> Do your kids run around? Dad, we want more some some more of the cacao. No, they don't. They tasted it. I just called it chocolate. After dinner, may we have some more cacao as dessert? No, they're too busy having Endemans donuts yeah, they're and smart. ice cream by, Bri- by Briars. You're eating cacao. Cacao. Look at this headline, Jerry, from Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Florida man steals sausage, jumps off bridge to avoid arrest for stealing a sausage. 41-year-old. <laughs> he stole $10.38 worth of sausage <laughs> jumped, from a public supermarket. And he jumped off a bridge. Mm-hmm. He jumped off a bridge to avoid being arrested. Was he arrested? He was. Of course he was. He was, uh, well, he was being escorted to the police car. He took off. He ran through a neighborhood across lanes of highway traffic and onto the Brooks Bridge. He then jumped off the bridge and to the ground approximately eight feet below. No, well, eight feet, I mean. Right. It wasn't like he jumped off the George Washington Bridge. Right, this headline makes it seem a little bit more uh, dangerous. Officers did have to use their tasers twice before he was Don't captured. Don't tase me, bro. Yep. Don't tase me, bro. He was also charged with providing a false name. You think when his day started, he set out to steal sausage and get tased? <laughs> For $10 worth of sausage? <laughs> I mean, you're 41. Right. What sort of loser have you become? Right. <laughs> that, that's your day. That you not only have this, that you're stealing sausage, <laughs> that you're running from the cops, jumping off an eight-foot bridge. Over sausage. Do you think when he left when he leapt off the eight-foot bridge, he was like, they'll never get me now? <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're thinking. An eight-foot bridge? Why even call that a bridge? I don't know. It's really a ramp. It is a ramp. <laughs> it's not much more than that. And then tased not once but twice, which means he got up from the first tasing. Oh, God. I tell you, some people just do some really dumb things. I mean, maybe for a filet mignon, but sausage is like terrible meat. <laughs> not, not even for you know filet I mean? mignon. Right. What difference does it make? It was filet mignon, and you fled the police. You jumped off a bridge. You got tased, but you you were trying to steal the filet mignon. <laughs> Speaking of uh, filet mignon, criminals. Oh, criminals. You remember the name Otis Nixon from the Braves? I do. He's gone missing. He was on his way, uh, according to the story, God, I say apparently a lot. He was, as the story goes, he was on his way to a golf event, or at least that's what he told people. Otis Nixon. He never showed up. All right. They can't find him. Now, he is a, this is breaking news, by the way, on the podcast. He is a, I don't know if he's convicted, but he has been arrested for drug possession. Mm, That's In the past. He's 58, as I believe it said in the story. And they can't find the guy. That's not going to end well. That is not going to end well. No, he's on record as being an addict. And you've got to figure he's on a binge, right? Wouldn't you think? I would you think see a story so. like that? I would assume that 
from seeing a story like that with his background, Jerry, yes. Very sad. He was a good player, too. He really was. Well, listen, by the time this supposed or the people are listening to this later on their ride home from work or while they're enjoying a sandwich at their desk listening to the... How do you suppose most people listen to this podcast, this one in particular? I'm not sure how many are these days. Do you think they listen at their desks uh, at lunch? Or I think on the commute home. Or the commute home. That's what I think. All right. Jerry, I have here an article that details... um, they did a poll of people who work in restaurants, what they don't like about their customers. Ooh, and I want to see if this is the sort of thing you would do when you're a customer at a restaurant. First of all, I happen to be one of the best customers you'll ever want to have. Is that right? I tip well. I'm not a pain in the ass. Okay. So I, I do will not be part of any of this. All right. Okay, uh, number see. one. Stacking glasses and plates. No, who does now? Have you ever, in all your years going to a restaurant, yeah. have you ever seen someone start stacking glasses? I have. You've done that. I start stacking um, the dishes that are no longer going to be used to give me some more room at my table. Okay, but that's on the restaurant, right? I thought you meant, you know, when you sit down, you start stacking the clean dishes and you're playing games right. with the. With the with the uh, cups, okay. They don't like because they think you are stacking them incorrectly for Good. the way they How want to this? carry them. Better service. So clear the table better. I'm I'm with you on that one. And All then right. I won't stack because I do stack, but I don't feel like I'm I'm not doing it to, in other words, to send like a some sort of message like, hey, you're not stacking these and taking them away, so I'm going to do that. Yep, I hear you. I man. don't feel like I'm doing that. Sounds good. Uh, number two, sitting at an uncleared table. I will not do that. No, I would not either. It's disgusting. Like when you get to a restaurant and there's a table that you want, it's by the window, but they haven't cleared it yet, going there and sitting there yourself. I agree. Terrible. I don't like to go near anyone else's uh Bro, just food. end the sentence at anyone else. I don't like to go near anyone else. <laughs> Good point. But I don't like to go anywhere near where food has been consumed and it's not been cleaned up it's, yet. It really is gross. Very disgusting. Uh, number three, picking your own table. Can we sit there? Because it is odd. Um, it is odd at restaurants when you go in. I'm sure you've had this before. The place is essentially empty. A handful of people there. And they seat you at a table right next to somebody. Right. When the whole restaurant's wide open. Right, I agree. That's weird. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've probably done that. Not much, but I've done that. Unlike you, I don't go to dinner at 4.30. Oh, so it's more busy. So <laughs> it's generally busier. Yes. When we go. Uh, but I probably have done that once or twice. My when I got engaged, I did that. My girlfriend will do that. She'll go, can we sit there instead? Yeah, no, I believe it. When you got engaged, you did that? Yes, I wanted I wanted the table. We went to a restaurant in Seabright, mm-hmm. and I wanted the table right on the river. I didn't want to be in the restaurant. Right. I wanted to be out on the deck, on the, on the outside part of the deck, which they were very accommodating. You should have set that up beforehand. No, it was good. You're all right? There's no problem. Hmm. They gave me the table. All right. Here's another one. Uh, when customers ignore the question, are you happy with your food? They don't like that. When customers ask if you're... No, they, when customers ignore being asked, are you happy well, with your food? Well, that's rude. Yeah, who would do that? Uh, I'm with the server on that. I always say good. I always say good even if it's not great. You know what I don't like? And I know he's just doing his job. I don't like when the restaurant manager... Yes. 30 seconds after I sit down, is everything okay? How's everything? I, I haven't taken my jacket off. I don't right. know. How's the service so Or when far? you got, you know, you're about to put a forkful in your mouth, or you're about to take a bite of the burger. Is everything good? Everything uh, come out? I, can I do this? Everything come out okay? 
Not sure yet. Burger's yeah. not bitten. Just about to bite it. Going to let you know. If you want to wait here, I'm going to bite it right now. <laughs> but I don't ignore them. I'll let Never. you know. You that's, don't ignore them. No, well, would be, you're right. That would be rude. Here's another thing that uh, the wait staff doesn't like, Jerry. When you complain directly to the manager instead of complaining to your waiter or waitress. I agree. Now, depending upon how many times you've complained already. Right. If it's once, fine, twice, eh, third time I'm going to the manager. Right. Again, do your job better. But they're saying people that go right to the manager first thing. And I'm with the servers, that sucks. Right. Because then the manager is going to yell at the server. Yeah, it's not right. So always complain directly to your server. If you're not happy with that response, then maybe go, may I speak to the manager? I'm kind of with that. All right. Uh, not mentioning beforehand that you're splitting the bill. So I don't do that. I think if you're splitting it. What is such a big deal? I think it's a pain in the ass to them if, like, if you and I go to dinner yeah, with our ladies and you and I are just going to split the bill, we throw down two credit cards, that's fine. The problem becomes when there's, like, six couples. Oh, that's, yes. And ev- they want the bill split after the meal's already done. They're that like, has you split be this? a colossal pain in the that's ass. That's a pain I in the ass. I agree. I'm thinking two people. I wasn't thinking more than. I think of that all the time when I go into a restaurant and I see, like, a large table of people. I'm like, I always think... Who's How paying is for this? this? Being paid yes, for? even if it's just six people. Sure. I'm like, who's is one person footing this bill? Are two people? Yeah. Are three? And are drinks included? Right. If you buy alcohol, I'm out. I'm right. I didn't get the alcohol. I didn't get an appetizer. Yeah, sounds about right. Well, have you been out to dinner where you know you're going to split the bill, and you weren't going to get a drink, but yes. the other couples are getting drinks, so yeah. you're like, I'm going to get a drink because I'm paying for drinks. I remember if or I desserts. Go- if I go back, where I learned my lesson was back in, oh my God, we got married in 99. So I would say 97, 1997, me, Kim came with, came with us, my parents and my brother. My brother brought a friend of his, and this we met this other family, really good That's friends. That's a lot with. of people. This was a party of, it had to, because we were, we were probably seven or eight, and then they were probably 12. It was, it was a party of 20. A lot of drinking, though. Now, I brought for the week. We were only going there for five days. So I had brought, I want to say $600. We were doing one theme park and a lot of sitting around the pool and stuff like that. So I brought 600 bucks for the for the five days. And I remember we're going to budget our money. We're not, we're not going out and having just a lot of wild drinks the first night. We'll have a drink, maybe. Long story short, I didn't get a drink. Kim didn't get a drink. I got a burger. She probably got a salad. And in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, I owe $24 or something. Well, the bill came, and the two dads at the table decided, too many people, we'll just split it down the middle. Everybody owes $110 a person or something. I was like, what? Yeah, that's bull crap. And I was stuck paying $200 for like a burger and a salad and two Cokes. And so you say you learned your lesson. What does that mean? How did you uh, change? It means from now on, as soon as I see someone ordering alcohol, I'm in. And I'm not going to worry about it anymore. <laughs> Even if you weren't interested in drinking, Now you're I'm in. in. I don't care. Now I'm in. Even yeah. if I just buy it and sip it, I'm in. Right. And then he gets another one, I get another one. Right, because otherwise the other people are getting appetizers, yeah. desserts, drinks. Well, that's it too. That's the other thing that drives you. Now, I had a friend of mine. This is actually funny. I had a friend of mine who has become very wealthy since. But he didn't have a lot of money growing up. So I went I went away with him and another friend of mine once. And we would go out to eat. And he wouldn't order anything. He'd ask for water. 
And so we would get appetizers. We don't eat all of the appetizers, so then he would eat what was left. They'd ask for dinner. He's like, good, just the water. So we would get our dinner. We wouldn't finish, and he would finish our meals. The bill came. He's like, I didn't order nothing. He ate more than we did. Mm, And the two of us had to split the bill. He just ate your table scraps. He just ate the table scraps and ate fine and did not chip in a dime. I somewhat admire that. <laughs> I knew you would. Because <laughs> he didn't order anything. He didn't order anything. And me and, and my... you were not going to finish it. Right. So why throw it out? Right. But chip in like $5 something, nothing. Hmm. He's like, I got water. I ordered a water free and I just had whatever remaining scraps you guys had free also. Very funny. He's one of my best friends. And that was that was funny. That was when you learned your lesson on that, too, Jerry. Finish your meal. Finish. Yeah. Or scavengers will eat it. And, Jerry, finally, I bring to you on this Monday a uh, story from Fresno, California. Police officers are trying to identify a woman who they found. They found her wet and nearly naked with webbed toes claiming to be a mermaid. No, this is right up your alley since you believe in mermaids. Well, I just saw that one show, which was really fooled me. Fresno's police department found the woman wandering in the middle of the street. Her hair was wet. She was mostly naked, and she said she had been in the water. Police said she had webbed feet. They're looking uh, to find out if anyone knows anything about her. She weighs about 150 pounds. It's a big mermaid. Yeah. Maybe she can dress up and... Be on the bench for the Miami Heat tonight. <laughs> this is interesting. She's estimated to be between 16 and 30 years old. Well, that's a wide range. Right. And she, she's between 18 and 52. Five foot four, 150? I've never seen a mermaid that big. Brown hair, brown <laughs> eyes. I have a photo of her, Jerry. Does she look like a mermaid? No. The hottest mermaid in the history of mermaids was Alyssa Milano on the show Charmed. She was a mermaid on she was that turned, show? She was changed into a mermaid. God, um, she looked good. More so than like a, a um, Daryl Hannah from Splash? Alyssa Milano in the show Charmed turned oh, into see. a mermaid. Okay. And that's your top Phenomenal. mermaid. There's, no, there's nothing else. What did she that's wear it. up top? Nothing. Did she have scales? She had uh, stars on her nipples. Starfish? Stars. But uh, if you, I remember, I don't remember exactly, but there was something on her nipples to cover. Right, because it was on regular television. And it looked fantastic. You were a big Alyssa Milano fan. I was. Yes, I was. Still fan. am. Oh, still are. Of course. Hmm. How could you not be? She's terrific. <laughs> I got to go. All right, Jerry, the warm-up show is next. Uh, I'll say see you, and we'll get out of here. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning, Monday morning. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So, very busy weekend. The Mets and Yankees almost had a complete lost weekend, but they did salvage it with wins yesterday. Uh, We'll start with some football, though, because we have a couple of topics. Uh, We will start with Tony Romo and, I think, a goofy story, but I know you put it on the show sheet, so you find it topical. Topical, but goofy, Jerry. It It is. It's stupid. So, Tony Romo is going to be a Dallas Maverick for the day. Now, I thought they were just going to honor Tony Romo. Oh, no, no, no. They're going to put him in a uniform, yeah. and he's going to sit on the bench. Now, will he take the place of Dirk Nowitzki? I, I don't know. <laughs> they said he's not playing. No, really? But why would you put yourself, especially the least flattering of all the uniforms is basketball. It's a sleeveless shorts, you know what I mean? Yes, but it's not like the 80s where the shorts come high up your thigh. They're long shorts, 
And you can put a shirt on underneath the uh, you think, jersey. A lot of guys do. You think Roma will go t-shirt yes, under the jersey? I do. To sit, but how awkward is that going to be? The entire game since the Mavericks are out of the playoffs. Guys will be like, "Who is this guy?" It's just the cameras would be constantly on Tony yeah, Romo, just sitting there, just but sitting the on the cool end of thing. the bench. He gets to go through the pregame warmups. Ooh. He gets to take some shots. Right? He can be in the huddle for timeouts. I don't know. I don't understand it. I really don't. It's like bringing your kid to work day, you know? Like, it just seems awkward. Right. Who does that? <laughs> well, Craig's children are here today. <laughs> oh. Eddie, you never sure we'll see them PK, later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Phil Sims, he uh, broke his silence. Although he texted. Who did he talk to? He texted Gary Myers. Oh, so the, this wasn't like a radio interview. Of the Daily News. No, Got but it. then Gary wrote about it, so... Like, hopefully that was on the record. Sure. And Phil just said, I'm not done. Now well, I heard, Who thought he was done? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, he's not the, I get it. He's not the top analyst anymore, but why would we think he's done? Hi, my name is Boomer, and I love Phil Sims. Yep. We all do. <laughs> yes. So this is strange. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are going to address Phil Sims tomorrow night against the Mavericks and Tony Romo. You follow, Jerry? That was hilarious. See, they're going to put... They're going to put I'm Phil sorry. Sims. I'm sorry, time out. In a, this is why you yeah, wanted to right. start with Romo. This was the joke Listen, you wanted to set up. We, sometimes you try things. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Long work. way to go. Not I thought really. you had something good. That was good. That was There's stupid. a guy in his car right now going, that was pretty good. So, yeah. what was the Myers story? That was it, that he just texted Gary Myers no, and said, it. I'm not he done. He just wanted to get his joke in. I just wanted to say then the Denver I Nuggets. See. You see, they're playing the Mavericks. This week, or tomorrow, when uh, Tony Romo's dressing as a maverick. So I thought I'd tie them in. Hilarious. Delay well, we'll move on to Las Vegas. <laughs> Television will add a laugh track to this. Uh, you know, and I don't then think you they all will. know where to come in. Let's move on to Vegas. All right, Because this is absurd. Now, you've got, you know the story better than I do. But anytime I think of the NFL having trouble with their players doing something in Las Vegas, all I see is hypocrisy in capital letters blaring across the screen. Whether it was Romo with the fantasy football thing from last year or the year before that, I forget. He had the fantasy football convention. It was all paid for. It was all taken care of. He had guys coming, appearance fees. Everything was great. And the NFL nixed it. And now where's the NFL going? To Las Vegas. Now take over. So they had a, a, a arm wrestling comp. They called it the pro football. They didn't say NFL. The Which pro, you can't. And I get that. The pro football arm wrestling competition right. at the MGM Grand. But the uh, the NFL players are not allowed to do any sort of things, any sort of promotions in a casino. So that's the rule they broke. Well, they had, you know what? The rule stinks now because they have a team going to Las Vegas. And like, I also saw that th- that it's a special that's going to air on CBS. Which is what? A partner of who? The NFL. Right. Again, hypocrisy. Would you watch this uh, guy's no, no arm interest. wrestling? No. Do you remember the Sylvester Stallone movie about arm wrestling when he was a truck driver? Over, over the, the top. Over the top. That's right. It was a good movie. Yeah. Kind of. I never know, like, arm wrestling, it's all in the angles. Right. And right? then coming over the top, yeah. Yeah. And then, but if you do it officially... You have the thing where the one guy holds the the handle. Yes. One, two, three, down. Right. And I do remember that, Eddie, when Al lost to the girl. I did. Well, I lost to two girls. And quickly, too. I lost to a professional uh, hockey player girl. Right. I forget her name. And then I lost to uh, pro wrestler Velvet Sky. Now, Velvet by the way, Sky, yeah. all of you would have lost to the pro wrestler. I know, but we did. She's you a pro did. wrestler. But you did. We did. And then I, I did lose to a girl who plays hockey as well. Well, that's Professionally, fair. Professionally, though. All good. Olympian. 
let me ask you this. The NFL now is going to have a team in the Raiders in Vegas. Are they going to be prohibited from doing appearances in the city of Las Vegas? In casinos, yes. But I don't understand why and how. If you have a team in that city, that's like putting a team in Atlantic City and saying, you can't go to Borgata. How does that make sense? Are, are players, current players allowed to do appearances at strip clubs? Probably not. Why not? I don't know. I don't know if they can or they can't, but why not? I, I don't. What would be wrong with that? Bad image for the NFL. For current guys. Well, let me ask you this. You're talking about appearances. They're allowed to go there, right? So to why clubs? Could, yeah, so why couldn't they do an appearance there? I mean, you're telling me they're banned from casinos completely, let alone promotions. appearance fees and doing promotions. So they can go gamble. They yes. just can't go make money there on the side right. as an appearance. I mean, come on. No I mean, appearance fees. The lines are so blurred, don't you think? And at some point, it's got to be amended if you're going to have a team there full time. And by the way, one of the NFL guys in this uh, arm wrestling competition was Marquette King, a punter. Yeah. A punter's not going to win have an arm wrestling. Have you seen Steve Weatherford lately? Yes, but great point. I have seen Steve Weatherford in his uh, when he's being muscular and in those... Which is 24-7 these days, Men's yes. magazines. Yes. But then, and he looks like ripped and... Yes. Very strong and muscular, Jerry. And then on Sunday when I would watch him... He'd look like this little pipsqueak Well, that's on the because field. he's amongst guys that weigh 280 pounds. Right, which means a punter's not winning that arm wrestling competition. And I would watch that on Are a you, Saturday. See, you know better than that. On a Saturday. If you have a guy that weighs 280 pounds but is not quite as defined in the arms and you've got Weatherford... Who are you taking? I would take the the large man. Based on what? Like, I'd take J.J. Watt arm wrestling over Steve Weatherford, even though Steve Weatherford's more muscular. I don't know there's many people I would take over Weatherford at this point. In an arm wrestling. Yes. I mean, the guy works out six hours a day. It's amazing what he's done to himself. And the post-career. Remember, we had this conversation when Weatherford stopped punting, and I had said he's probably got his fitness career in line now, and Craig's like, "Ah, how much money could they make? He's doing quite well. I would think quite well. I heard the Mavericks are dressing Steve Weatherford tomorrow night's game. Quick timeout. We've got a couple Sitting of baseball notes for you. Then Boomer and Carton at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, a couple minutes to the top. Boomer and Carton. Then just quickly, the Mets did win Sunday night baseball. Beat the Marlins last night 5-2. to two. Noah Syndergaard was terrific. Seven innings. He struck out nine. He got the win. The Yankees did beat the Orioles 7-3. to three. Today, home opener for the Yankees. They'll take on Tampa. Extended coverage. Joe and Evan live at Yankee Stadium starting at 10. Uh, also, Sergio Garcia did beat Justin Rose in the first hole of a sudden-death playoff to win the Masters. A couple of other quickies out for you. Uh, over the weekend, the Nationals did not have a good time in Philadelphia. Specifically, I mean, yesterday was not good for them. As Cesar Hernandez had the big hit for the Phillies. They took two out of three. But Saturday, and I saw this, I think Deadspin put this up first, uh, something along the lines of things not going well for Washington. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Then you look at the picture that they showed, and you see, wow, they lost 12-0. And then you look closely, and then you see it's the first inning that they were just getting their doors blown off. A, how does that happen? I always wonder, you're a professional pitcher. I understand you're not going to have it. We're talking about Jeremy Guthrie. But to be that bad and to not be able to find an out, it's kind of like the Angels yesterday scored nine runs in the last inning to come back and win. Like, the Bulls got to find a glove somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's what they call Jerry when they go, he just didn't have his stuff today. He didn't have anything yesterday or Saturday, excuse me. This was Guthrie. Yes, Jeremy Guthrie on Saturday. They said he had 135 ERA. 
Well, yeah, he gave up 12. I, I don't know exactly how much he was charged for. I know they scored 12 runs in the first. I think he only threw two-thirds of an inning, and I think he was charged for 10 runs or something like that. Maybe he was charged for 11 or 12. But that, to me, is unbelievable when you just can't find an out or find that third out. Yeah, some days it's just not your day, Jerry, and that's what happens with these professional sports guys. But even all right, even yesterday, you had the Angels, right? The Angels come back and win. They are getting killed in the ninth inning. Now, me and you, we probably turned that game off. I mean, is that an exaggeration? Oh, probably long, not. I'd be long gone, Jerry. So you're looking at what they're doing, and they score nine. The, the Mariners are up 9-3, and they score a bunch of runs to win it. It doesn't make sense that they can't get the three outs. And then how about this one? The Atlanta Hawks are down to, are, are down 26 points in the fourth quarter, and they come back and win in overtime. They beat the Cavaliers that had LeBron and Irving. And, yes, they all played. LeBron played almost 50 minutes in that game. How oh, they were happen? They weren't the resting. Were terrible in that game. Fair enough. It's a 26-point lead, though. And I know the Cavaliers were complaining about it. That's all well and good. That's still LeBron and Irving in love. You're up 26. I don't care if the referees blow 10 calls. you got to figure out a way to win that game, don't you? Yeah, of course, Jerry. You can't lose to be uh, down with 26 points. And are no, you happy? You know, honestly, guys, not, nothing matters until the playoffs start, just like hockey. The playoffs start this week. What? Nothing matters now until this week. Now, that's going to be a week and a half now, or a week from uh, from now for the NBA. That's all there is to it. Don't get all worked up over it, Al. I know that these things kind of work you up. Eddie just had a quick question in my ear. He said, if uh, hockey didn't matter, what were we doing talking about it all this time? That's a great question. <coughs> hmm. Mm. Uh, Boomer and Carton right now on the fence.